What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the Sports Governor here, and I want to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. They are our sponsor of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and if you are ready for the NBA champs to be crowned, um, join DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. So if you're looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA Finals with a DraftKings Same Game Parlay, you can do just that. This NBA season, a customer placed a $5 Same Game Parlay and won over $5,000. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout, my friends. So... Um, Here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals, and you're going to get $150 in free bets instantly, my friends. That's promo code TPPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Are you ready? You like that? You like that? Out to Edwards, left angle, three on the way. Yeah! Anthony Edwards, the number one pick in the draft, drains the triple to put the Wolves up two with two minutes left to play. This pitch is lined to left center field. Byron to his right, running, diving, and makes a spectacular catch! everybody what is going on vince wright the sports governor and this is the sports done right podcast on the pigskin podcast network brought to you by the fabulous seventh avenue pizza make sure you go get you some of the best frozen pizza in minnesota baby and also cultivated cbd for those aches and pains maybe you got some anxiety got some sleep issues the best cbd in the world cultivated cbd products that truly work my friends make sure you check them out and hit me up here um whether it's on my twitter at the big smooth one that's the number one after the big smooth or just message me somehow and i can give you that uh 
you know, give you a little discount code on your cultivated CBD offer as well. All right, my friends. First off, very good to be back here, uh, Pigskin Podcast Network. And no, we're not really talking a lot of football right now. We're getting set up uh, in the next few weeks here. It is going to be training camp time. We're getting towards the middle of June. July is when it hits. And, uh, well, we will be talking all things Minnesota Vikings, seeing if the Purple can actually make a move on the Green Bay Packers this year. And we're working on guests here to for the next few weeks, and especially right as we hit training camp. So, you know, we can get Rick Sosa back on. And I see you out there, Rick, big Rick. Um, you know, good Vikings mind. You know, all the Vikings podcasters. Um, and also got some Packer podcasters and radio people that I'm going to be reaching out to to find out what's happening over on the, the enemy side of the river that we call Wisconsin as well. But, folks, I am Vince Wright, the host of the Sports Done Right podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And um, we had some technical issues this week, so that's why the late upload here on the podcast. So please excuse that. couple things we're going to be talking about. By the time you probably hear this, Game 6 of the NBA Finals is going to be going on. So, um, you know, thoughts there um, in terms of a preview of Game 6 and everything else. Um, another thing that I want to talk about, because, you know, it's kind of the slow season in terms of sports. You know, like I said, we're waiting for the NFL to start. Um, Stanley Cup, we're going to talk about that a little bit more next week. And uh, Colorado, Tampa Bay, Colorado with the overtime win. So, you know, congrats to them as I kind of re-recorded the podcast here to kind of make it a little more up to date since we had those technical issues. So congrats, Avalanche up 1-0. Tampa Bay will be heard from. Don't worry about that. Uh, Other things going on, what I really want to get into first off, I'm going to save basketball for the second segment. You know, we don't talk a lot of golf here. You know, for for good reason. I mean, you know, we're not a golf podcast. We are a sports podcast. You know, we definitely talk Tiger Woods and, you know, big event things, U.S. Open, Masters, things like that. But there's been something really interesting happening in the world of golf, people. And, And the sports governor, you know... Obviously, I married into a golf family, you know, my wife, my brother-in-law, my father, you know, all these people, the the, the extended in-laws, they all play golf. So I've been playing golf in this family for a number of years, and I've come to really love golf. It is, it's really kind of my, my, uh, my solace, as they like to say. I, I'm just kind of at peace on the golf course, and whether I'm with my beautiful bride, Angela, you know, where we're just kind of playing and, you know, talking about life and the kids and, you know, figuring out plans and all that stuff. Uh, you know, I just, I, I've really come to love golf. Um, you know, what the game it means in terms of self-scoring and, and the honesty in scoring and, and being honest in your score and things like that. And I have, you know, when my wife used to travel a lot more for work, she was into you know a lot of golf tournaments the back in those days where you used to hobnob and you know you guys in sales out there remember those big sales meetings where everybody was literally fighting over throwing their corporate card down to pay for drinks or pay for dinner and all those good days which are now gone but i mean we've been to a number of tournaments i've seen tiger play probably four or five times 
I've seen him win three or four of those times that I've actually seen him. So, you know, golf is very important in the right household. So with that being said, I really wasn't paying attention to live golf. LIV, the Roman numeral for 54, the Saudi-backed golf league as it's becoming known, or as it is known because it's backed by the Saudis. And this week, or actually last week, but really it, it ramped up this week, the PGA Tour, their officials, the golf channel, the golf press has really started going in on the 17 golfers as of now that have left the PGA Tour to play on the Live Golf Tour, uh, which had their first event last week over in London. And the PGA Tour, you know, is, is you know, they're really kind of in a tight place here because a couple things. If the Live Golf Tour works and they're running their tournaments a little bit differently than a regular golf tournament, a regular golf tournament, you know, the usual four days, you have a cut after two days, after the Thursday, Friday rounds in most tournaments, a couple tournaments there may not be a cut, but... So players who don't qualify, they are not playing on the weekends. They're off to the next tournament or going home, whatever the case may be. With the Saudi back tournament, the Live Tour, you're playing three days, a 54-hole tournament with no cuts. And so what that means is everybody's getting paid. Everybody's getting paid. On the PGA Tour, not the case. Now, the PGA Tour is like, look, we have built this thing historically, uh, the tradition is with the PGA Tour, um, you know the, you know everything that actually all the golfers that have stayed at PGA have said. Like John Rahm, you know, I agree with John Rahm. I don't think a real golf tournament should be fifty-four holes with no cuts and whatnot. But here's the thing, folks, and this is where Live gets real interesting, and where where this is is getting interesting. Sports, as we have seen it in the past two years, is really changing. Whether it's name, image, and likeness, baseball, you know, and at least some of the minor leagues, they're looking at, you know, they're doing uh, pitch clocks, looking at finally making some changes there to maybe speed up that game. Obviously, football is always kind of changing rules and whatnot. Uh, so, you know, we're used to change there. And, and, you know, basketball at times, too, you know, with replay and then things like that. But golf has really just kind of been, you know, the PGA Tour, <clears throat> excuse me, runs it or runs most of it, along with, um, and I know I'm going to bore some of the people out here, but with the Royal and Ancient, which is over in uh, England, kind of the European um, governing body, a golf governing body as well with the PGA Tour. And the PGA Tour is really kind of shaking in their boots, I think, because they're like, look, man, we're going to have to start paying these guys more. There's changes coming to the world of golf. So I don't have a problem and honestly, I wasn't even thinking about Live Golf. I knew what it was. I knew it was starting up, but that was really about it. I knew they were making plays for players. Players were turning them down. Yeah, they got now they got Phil Mickelson. They got Dustin Johnson, a couple others, uh, Kevin Nan, some people to go over and, and sign up with them. But, you know, they got a lot of older guys and, you know, just a lot of, you know, kind of middle of the, the road golfers. And that can definitely change because – being that it's Saudi back, they got unlimited money. 
So my problem, though, was with this week, this thing took, got personal between the golf press and the people they were aiming their arrows at, which were the golfers that vacated, and namely Phil Mickelson, because he's the high-profile guy. They went after Phil Mickelson on the gambling tip. Listen, the, those people at Golf Channel, the PGA Tour, and everybody else knew how Phil gambled. Hell, Phil used to go... Um, I used to listen to Phil back, I can't remember, on the ESPN show or whatever, but he used to call in to give football picks every week on the, on the, on the sports show I used to listen to. So everybody knew about Phil and kind of, you know, like Charles Barkley, you know, these guys that make these tens of, you know, millions of dollars, you know, we hear about gambling debts and go, oh my God, that is nuts that they spent all that money. But remember, they're multi, 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 multi millionaires. And the Golf Channel and everybody that works there knew it. And now the PGA Tour, which decades ago had a Caucasian clause that only allowed white players to play. I mean, granted, that was back in the early 60s, but I mean, it still happened. But to listen to the golf press get up on these, you know, high horses of morality and really starting getting personal with Phil and, and these other golfers was just over the line for me. I'm with you, PGA Tour. Yeah, that's where everything was built. That's where the best golfers are. And that's where the best golfers still are. But to turn on the golf channel, to turn on some of the golf press, and, you know, to be fair, everybody has their opinion, just like I may have a differing opinion from them. But I thought, you know, and I've heard Charles Barkley, uh, Colin Cowherd, and other hosts talk about this. I mean, who am I to sit here and tell somebody where, you know, they can play golf and for who? And, you know, this is a, a capitalist country, at least for now, right? I mean, go make your money. And if you want to do that on the live tour, then so be it. And these guys have signed on already. There will probably be a few more. And if the live tour can actually put together something and, and offer, you know, TV. And then, you know, the big thing for them is their players have to get what's called world ranking points so they can qualify for the majors going forward. And so there's, there's still a lot to be worked out here, but man, you just see the, you know, the, the ship kind of taking a big hit from the PGA and, and not sinking but I think now they're starting to realize that if they don't fix some issues that the PGA Tour players have brought up before, that they may see more big names jumping to live golf. Because in the end, look, uh, Charles Schwartz or whoever won over in London for live golf last year or last week, excuse me, he took home $4.7 million dollars. Rory McIlroy, I think he won a million and a half for the Canadian Open. I, I may be wrong on that, but you kind of get what I'm saying with the salary there. Listen, and again, this is the Sports Done Right podcast with your host, Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. So he made 400, or excuse me, 4750000 He earned $4 million for first place. But Liv also has this thing called, and this is kind of interesting, uh, they they pick teams before the tournament starts. So not only are you playing for yourself, you're also part of this team. And depending on where your team, you and three other golfers, I think it's teams of four. Again, could be wrong. But depending on where your team finished, you get more money. 
So he took four million for first place. His team finished in first place. So he took home an additional seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Listen, I think a lot of the players like John Rahm, I think he said it best, you know, um, the the legacy, all that stuff. Rory McIlroy, who's, uh, you know, the golf channel is trying to portray as the the patron saint of the PGA Tour. And he's kind of becoming that a little bit, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, he seems to relish his role in talking shit about Greg Norman and throwing his shots out um, at live. And, you know, that's that is definitely his prerogative. I thought Justin Thomas had some really respectable takes on it where it's just like, look, man, people, you know, I, he may not agree with it, but people got a right to, to make their own choices. And when they make those choices, they should not be demonized for it. You know, um, you know, the USA reporter, uh, oh, I forgot her name, but, you know, she brought up at Phil Mickelson's press conference. Because it's the Saudi-based tour, you know, they have this group of 9-11 families that are now going after these golfers saying, how in the world can you do this? And she's like, well, what do you say to them? You know, it's just these questions like this. Another golfer was asked, you know, if Vladimir Putin had a golf tournament, would you go play there? You know, these the golf press is just really not doing a good job. And you could tell yesterday... Today, even though Phil stunk it up royally today, he won't be around on the weekend unless he shoots a miraculous number tomorrow. But fans are out there cheering him. Now they're trying to tell you, oh, it's tepid cheers. It's it's not the cheers of old and whatnot. Well, you know what? So what? They're still cheering him. They were very loud cheering Phil yesterday. And I think most of the fans get it. Some fans don't like these guys going to that tour. That's absolutely fine. But the golf press has really done a shameful service to themselves this week. Um, it's it's almost like there was a big meeting at PGA headquarters, which may may have happened in this world of conspiracy theories, right? Given their marching orders to to the golf press out there, um, you know, it's just nuts, man. It is just nuts. So, you know, as as a golf guy and someone who respects the history of the game and all this stuff, I I'm with you, PGA Tour. I hear you. I'm with you. You may have to make some changes, but to go after these golfers on such a personal level because they went over to another tour is just stupid and asinine. And that just really kind of set me off this week, to be perfectly honest with you people. It really did. So uh, stay tuned there. We'll see what happens. Uh, U.S. Open starts Thursday. And, um, I think my favorites early on, I like John Rahm. Personally, my favorite golfer, I like John Rahm a lot. I like Justin Thomas. Um, Phil um, did not do good, um, as I said earlier. So, you know, first round started today, and we will see what happens on moving day tomorrow, Friday. But just had to get my thoughts off on that, man. I've been kind of going back and forth with some people on Twitter and whatnot. I respect all opinions. But, man, it is just it has just been vicious out there. So, all right. With that being said, again, not a lot of sports happening right now. A couple things that have popped off this week that I'll, I'll say a little thing on. You know, weeks ago I told you this Deshaun Watson thing was not over because of the civil things that were coming his way. You know, people heard that he wasn't being charged legally with stuff, and th- you know, and people thought it was over. 
Well, there's still the civil lawsuits. And for old, you know, folks old enough to remember, you got O.J. Simpson. Remember, he got off on the murder charge, but he still had to go to the civil lawsuit. Well, a civil lawsuit is just a preponderance of the evidence. So basically 51%, if you can kind of get to that number and prove that, then you win. So this gets a lot dicier for Deshaun Watson, who is still denying, even though a couple more women came out, you know, which I think ups the number to 24 or 26 that said, you know, he, you know, uh, sexually assaulted or harassed him or whatever the cases are. I don't know how Cleveland is going to get through this. They got Baker Mayfield pissed off now. He doesn't want to come back because Deshaun Watson may not be playing this year uh, as they can still suspend him and do things just on the NFL level. And that's the thing. I mean, you know, he's got to get through all these lawsuits. And that's going to take time. So you've got to do depositions. you still got to do all that stuff. So hang on. Hang on. It's going to get interesting in Cleveland. As for our Minnesota Vikings, everything's just kind of ho-hum here, you know, doing the basic workouts, things looking good. No real big news to report from Vikings camp yet. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try and go too hardcore on the Vikings. Uh, you know, obviously things are going to be picking up there probably in the next two to three weeks as we head into July and get closer to training camp and the preseason games and whatnot. But everything seems to be in order out there. Uh, the players seem to like the new uh, coaching staff, the new regime. Everything's popping off good. So there you go. All right. With that being said, Serena Williams will be back at Wimbledon. Always good to see her back and see if she can maybe uh, finally get that record-setting major. She's just uh, one away, if I remember correctly, from breaking, I think, Steffi Graf's record from back in the day. Um, what else is popping off here before we take our first break? Well, let's do this. Let's take our first break here on Sports Done Right. Um, again, not often that the sports governor goes in on a golf take, but it is what it is. I want to thank everybody very much for supporting the show. Again, my sponsors, Cultivated CBD, the best CBD products out there, folks. Honestly, trust me, if you're sore, if you got issues, you need some sleep relief, CultivatedCBD.com. And hit me up, and I can give you a little uh, discount code. Also, our friends at 7th Avenue Pizza, the Nelson family, Matt and the crew over there, thank you so much for all your support. Actually, uh, had one in the oven tonight, and I can't wait to chow down on that, my friends. We will be right back with more Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about these in or NBA finals and a few closing thoughts here. Kind of a an abbreviated show. Like I said, not a lot really happening this week. The twins still hanging on the first place. We'll talk about them as well. But I am Vince Wright. We'll be right back after this. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor and host of the Sports Done Right podcast, and I'm here to tell you about cultivated CBD. The best CBD products on the market come from Cultivated CBD. So whether you want a roll-on, a smokable option, maybe you want some of the gummies to help you with your anxiety or pain relief, go to CultivatedCBD.com, the best CBD company out there, and tell them Vince Wright, the sports governor, sent you. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright, host of the Sports Done Right podcast. And let me tell you something. When it comes to frozen pizza, there is only one pizza that stands out above the rest, and that is 7th Avenue Pizza, proud sponsor of the Sports Done Right podcast. Make sure you go get you some at Speedway, Holiday Stations, Lunds and Byerly's, Hy-Vee, amongst other places as well. We thank them for supporting the show. 7th Avenue Pizza. I am Vince Wright, and I approve this message.
it. I promise if you're with it, then I'm with it. It's in it, I ain't trying to be committed. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, what's happening, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, back on sports done right. Little Van Halen, rest in peace, Edward Van Halen. Baddest guitar, one of the baddest to ever do it. All right, for all you pretty women out there. All right. So, let's uh, move into NBA talk. Again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor on the Sports Done Right podcast on the Pigskin Podcast Network. Thank you so much for joining us. Excuse me. But before I hit up on the NBA Finals, kind of give you my thoughts there. Some good news for Ryan Saunders, former Minnesota Timberwolves coach, flip son, obviously, is getting a look with the Denver Nuggets. So he's going to be in the coaching staff out there for next year. Hey, bravo, bravo. I mean, you know, I kind of took some heat because I said that the Timberwolves hire of Saunders was based in emotion 
And it, it, was, it was just too soon for him. He, he wasn't ready, in my opinion. And I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, hey, look, I told you so. He got fired. You know, you know, Flip, is, his dad, a Minnesota sports icon. Nobody was hoping that, you know, Ryan, you know, would get fired or that this wouldn't work out. But glad that he's getting a look because I think that's all he needs. He needs a little bit more seasoning. And, you, you know, two, three years down the road, you'll probably be hearing his name being mentioned for some head coaching positions, hopefully. So we will see what happens there with Ryan, but congratulations to him. Wish him nothing but the best. And with that, let's get into the NBA Finals. So game six being played tonight. And the Boston Celtics, listen. Gritty-ass team. I mean, what can you not say about this team? Um... They got a little out of sorts in the last game. Marcus Smart was really just kind of, they got into his head a little bit. He was complaining about the refs. Some were saying he was pulling the Carl Anthony Towns out there. Uh, you know, his, his teammates were trying to settle him down. And, you know, I, I've heard people talking about it on all kinds of sports radio shows. You got to realize, you know, if it goes there, the refs are just not going to give you the call. You got to keep your head in the game and you got to keep playing. You got to keep playing. Boston lost that game. Golden State won that game. And, you know, with a 26-point dump from Andrew Wiggins, who stepped up royally, right? You know, Curry not, not shooting good at all, and especially for Steph Curry. Only wound up with 15 points in that last game. So he had to step up. Clay only had 13. You know, Gary, but here's the thing. They got Gary Payton Jr. back in there, or Gary Payton the second. He comes in and gives you 16, or, or excuse me, 15. Wiggins comes in, steps up. And, and this is the role that Wiggins is made for. You know, I've been, I said it all along with the Timberwolves. He He's not the alpha. He's not the you know, the head guy, right? The one that's just, you know, the franchise player, whatever designation you want to put on it. But now he's with some guys where, you know, yeah, he's third fiddle, so to speak, but he's not that guy. He doesn't have that pressure on him. So if he can come in, you know, throw down some dunks, hit some shots, he finally made his first, you know, first team all-star team this year. And he comes in, like I said, and he throws down 26 and literally saves this team. Jordan Polk, he came in, had 14 points. But, you know, the Celtics just really got out of out of kilter there as well. So, you know, I think tonight, Golden State, you know, like I said, by the game will be going on by the time uh, this podcast is uploaded um, like I said, had some technical difficulties, maybe Friday morning. Hopefully it gets uploaded uh, tonight, Thursday night. But uh, I, I think Golden State will find a way to win this one. Uh, maybe close, but I think, you know, Golden State, they've been there before. These players have, have the experience. And unless Boston can come out early and really, really set the tone, I think Golden State just finds a way to get this done tonight, win the game, or win the series four games to two and win their fourth championship. 
You know, Jason Tatum is a hell of a player. Al Horford, he's going to have to come back and give you better than nine points. He's really going to have to make himself, uh, you know, uh, a, a real big, you know. Uh, Al Horford is really, he's just got to play. He's just got to play, give you those rebounds. But he's going to have to throw down, I think, more than nine points. Again, you got Marcus Smart. He He's coming off a 20-point game. And Jalen Brown, of course, another good player. I really like where the Celtics are going with their roster. I think tonight, though, like I said, unless they find a way to get a very good start, I think Golden State finds a way to win this game. Um, you know, getting back Gary Payton a second, Andrew Wiggins stepping up. Because now it's like, look, our main guns didn't do anything and we still won. Granted, it was at home. And Boston's a hell of a tough place to play. We know that. TD centers like the Boston Garden of old. But I think Golden State can find a way to get this thing done tonight. So um, if they do, it'll be their fourth championship. You got to start looking at, at Steph Curry in terms of uh, some elevated status as well. I'm, you know, always been a big fan of Steph. How can you not? I mean, just, I know a lot of people are, but I just, I mean, the, the things that this dude does and has done, incredible, incredible. So, uh, see if him and Clay Thompson come back with big games tonight. See if Andrew Wiggins can keep it going for them. And next sports done right. So we'll see if we are uh, talking about a. A uh, Golden State victory. Sorry about that. Had a little (laughs) phone call. Forgot we had the phone volume up. So, Um, all right. With that, let's see here. We're going to talk a little bit about the Minnesota Twins. And let's see here. So, real quick on the Twins. I'm just going through baseball standings here to end this show. But Twins, two games up on Cleveland. Cleveland's made some headway here. Uh, the Twins, 37-28. and 28. They are on the West Coast uh, swing, um, coming out of Seattle. And, you know, baseball's such a long season, man. There's just so much you can only talk about. But uh, Twins still in first place. That's the only thing that matters right now. White Sox starting to heat up a little bit. They're only five games out in the Central. Uh, Tigers, Royals, they're still double-digit games out. Houston Astros on top in the West. Man, Astros, cheaters, yes, they are back in the day, but here they are right back again. And by the way, they got a 10-game lead over the Texas Rangers. Uh, I was hoping the Angels could do something in that division this year. Maybe we could see Otani in the playoffs, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen, at least not right now. They're 10 and a half games back. Um, no need for a wild card breakdown just yet. Uh, Yankees hate to say it. People hate to say it. 29 and seven at home, won nine of their last 10, 18 and nine on the road. They have 47 and 16. They are 10 games up on the blue Jays, 12 games up on the Rays, uh, 13 and a half over the hated Boston Red Sox. And of course, Baltimore, as always, down there in the basement, 20 games back already. Um, Stanton, the judge, they coming for people this year. 
They are coming for people. Uh, National League, real quick. The Mets, almost as as impressive, 41-23. and 23. You know, the New Yorkers are going to be hoping for the Subway Series again, but the Mets are four games up on the Braves, uh, eight and a half up on the Phillies out in the West, or excuse me, in the NL East. In the Central, the Cardinals are in first place. They're a game and a half over the Brewers. And listen, man, I don't know what's going on for my beloved Chicago Cubs. 23 and 40, already 13 games back. I mean, the Ricketts family going to have to do something, man. The the winning the World Series and breaking curses and all that stuff in 2016, that's faded off now. Cubs fans deserve a lot better effort than what they've been getting from that front office and trying to put some of these teams together. So uh, wait till next year, Cubs Nation, because right now, uh, you're right there with the Cincinnati Reds, and we know how they started the year as well. And the Cubs are tied with them 23-40. and 40. Out in the National League West, the Padres are hanging tight over the Dodgers by a half game. The Padres, by the way, 41-24, and 24, uh, trying to maybe see if they can get the NL West title this year. Dodgers, Giants, they're, let's see, Dodgers are a half game back. Giants are four and a half games back. Diamondbacks and the Rockies are the also rans there as well. So, folks, all right, kind of a somewhat abbreviated show. Still coming in at 40 minutes. A uh, couple shows I want to give some love to. My main man, Bobby Boucher, 50 Shades of Boucher podcast. Um, the man that uh, is just a cool, cool dude. That's all I got to say, man. And by the way, this is him. This is Bobby Boucher from the Fifty Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right. Glad to hear you back, Bobby. Um, Sports in the city, what can you say? Haley and Sal, uh, two of my favorite Twitter queens, talking sports and everything else amongst their lives and the infamous Sal DMs and all this fun stuff. So check them out. Lots of good shows out there. Justin Extra, my man, up on KNSI Radio in St. Cloud. Uh, his Saturday morning show that he does, uh, Beer Belly Sports, IE Sports Radio. I want to give some love. I'm in their Hall of Fame, and I got to give some love to IE Sports, man. A lot of great shows on that network as well. And, of course, where I'm at right now, the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, like I said, not only do we have football covered, we got podcast literally for every nfl team we have it for college football but we also have their hockey network their baseball network so again um isha and the the crew breaking it down and they got you covered for all kinds of sports as well so i am vince wright the sports governor this is the sports done right podcast um hey man just thank you again for listening for supporting for engaging the sports governor the big smooth myself And I look forward to having some great guests coming up here. And we're going to be talking Vikings here real soon. We're going to be wrapping up the NBA, I think, probably tonight. But we'll see. NHL, Stanley Cup, we're going to get into as well. Maybe get Alex Micheletti back on one last time to talk hockey this year. Man, Sports Done Right has it covered for you, baby. So from the big smooth, Vince Wright, I bid you adieu. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. 
Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.